हेलो एवरीवन एंड वेलकम टू द थर्ड एपिसोड ऑफ द सिंपली टेक पॉडकास्ट सो दिस पॉडकास्ट इज फोकस्ड मेनली ऑन प्रोवाइडिंग अंडरस्टैंडेबल एंड डाइजेस्टेबल एक्सप्लेनेशंस फॉर न्यू एंड अपकमिंग एंड मे बी कॉम्प्लिकेटेड टेक्निकल टर्म्स द मेन गोल ओवर हियर इज टू जस्ट स्किप आउट ऑल ऑफ द कॉम्प्लिकेटेड वर्ड्स और टेक्निकल जारगन एसोसिएटेड विद समथिंग एंड इंस्टेड provided uh, provide it with an example which is allied to a real life scenario so on the similar terms let's get started with the third episode in the simply tech podcast series which is on blockchain so basically blockchain is something which is being used a lot by different tech co-founders or different people or different researchers who are working in that domain so blockchain is again Uh, confused with cryptocurrencies then there are terms uh, like ledger decentralized immutability or freedom of expression and all these things associated with blockchain so in this podcast uh, and in this episode let's focus on first of all understanding what a blockchain means at its very core then how is it actually a bit different from a cryptocurrency or what exactly are the differences between a cryptocurrency and a blockchain then let's understand what is meant by distributed ledger what is the concept of a hash or hashing algorithm then let's also look at some disadvantages which are associated to a blockchain and finally let's uh, look at some basic characteristics or some basic problems where a blockchain can be used in order to uh, provide an efficient solution and let's also look at some problems or some statements where a blockchain cannot be used effectively and instead are just being used to throw around as buzzwords so first of all blockchain is a technical model of representing data and also calculating the validity of a particular data object after a certain amount of time okay so this is done by using something called as distributed ledger so let's come back to the distributed ledger but before along with blockchain a lot of times uh, something called cryptocurrency is also being used so cryptocurrency is just a digital form of currency which is built on top of a blockchain so in order to understand what exactly is a blockchain let's first look at what is a decentralized ledger okay so in order to understand what a decentralized ledger is in the simply tech way let's uh, let's go away to a trip to a distant village okay so over there uh, the people in that particular village have never heard about something called as money but instead they have these precious and big rocks which are being used as currencies so now uh, the village has 100 of these rocks which are a fixed amount okay and now everyone owns 10 of these rocks so there are 10 members owning 10 rocks each and thus there are 100 rocks in total but the problem is these rocks are very heavy and cannot be moved easily so now let's imagine your salary has just been credited and now you want to buy a loaf of bread so in order to buy this loaf of bread you have to take out money from your pocket and give it to a shopkeeper so now let's look at how this particular transaction will be done in this village so now uh, a person a from that village wants to buy a loaf from a person b 
so to do this person a has to give person b one of his precious stones because that is the price of the loaf of bread one stone per loaf of bread so now in order to do this the person has two different options so the first option is fairly straightforward where the rock is physically moved and transferred towards the ownership of the person b but then let's look at the second approach which is something where we are interested so now everybody holds a ledger or everybody holds an ownership record so in this ownership record initially everyone has uh, has written that each and every person has received 10 rocks okay so now after this instead of moving all these rocks all of the heavy rocks are kept at one place and instead whenever this transaction occurs person a comes up and shouts i am giving one rock to person b and everyone notes this transaction down so the balance of a is 10 minus 2 10 minus 1 which is 9 and the balance of b is 10 plus 1 which is 11 and everybody writes this record down so now essentially there are 10 different copies of the same transaction present in the network and actually there has been no movement of any stones but instead everyone just recognizes that from this moment onwards this one rock belongs to that person and this is the concept of a distributed ledger and according to me this is very important because if someone uh, new comes to the village and presents his own copy then of the ledger then that copy can be compared with all the existing copies in that particular village and thus can also be as uh, can also be understood with a fair degree of accuracy that this particular copy is fraudulent so let's say that person wants to you know uh, redistribute the allocation of rocks so he writes something down and after comparing it with all the villagers suddenly he knows that his copy is inaccurate so similarly if someone tries to make any new transaction then that transaction is also considered invalid because it is not written on any of the other ledgers so essentially this is a system of a distributed ledger and this is exactly what a blockchain is used for so now uh, in order to further understand what a blockchain means let's look at the technical aspect of a blockchain so the word blockchain consists of two different words the first one is block and the second one is chain okay so blocks basically consists of a lot of data so essentially every transaction which happens in a day is written inside a block so similarly there are 365 blocks generated in each and every year and thus there is one particular string which connects all these blocks together and that is called a chain so now let's look at how this particular chaining mechanism is actually used in terms of these blocks okay so now this chaining for different blocks is done by a concept called hashing okay so hashing is a certain way of expressing one way encryption so encryption is something where you can have data which is converted to some other form which happens at one end and then on the other end that 
complicated gibberish looking text is again converted to the data which was originally meant to be transferred. This is called encryption. But in the case of hashing, you cannot decode what the data is made up of. Okay, so essentially, let's say we want to uh, develop an a hashing algorithm for uh, ATM pins. Okay, so this is a fairly security constrained scenario where you have been uh, given the task of developing a hashing algorithm for an ATM card system. So now let's see if you deploy the most simple solution. So let's say my uh, ATM pin is 1234. So now my hashing algorithm, which I would call VVP hashing, essentially means that I want to add all of the digits. Okay, so 1 plus 2 is 3, 3 plus 3 is 6, and 6 plus 4 is 10. So essentially, the answer of my hashing algorithm is 10. Okay, so this is a good way of expressing my pin number. So the hash of my pin is 10 according to my algorithm. So similarly, let's look at some other pin where we have uh, 1, 2, 2, 5. Okay, so in the case of 1, 2, 2, 5, now the addition is also 1 plus 2 which is 3, 3 plus 2 is 5 and 5 plus 5 is 10. So in this case also the addition is 10. So essentially if you are given with a number 10 then you cannot construct back which particular uh, data could have given or uh, been a result of the hashing value of 10. So now this is a very very simple example where we have just considered uh, arithmetic addition of different numbers but in the case of real hashing algorithms like MD5, SHA256 which are actually used with a blockchain then these algorithms have a very complicated way of providing this one way transform but essentially what the key takeaway over here is that you have data then you can hash that data and you get a big long string which represents that particular data and based on this string you can further uh, you cannot analyze what the initial data was and this is very important so essentially let's look at what exactly is meant by a block and a chain so now let's say uh, i want to deploy a blockchain which consists of a distributed ledger which we have just discussed so the transactions happening in an entire day are recorded on that particular distributed ledger. So now after recording these transactions on that particular distributed ledger, now I want to also provide a certain way to link this particular block, which is the representation of today's day and link it with the block of tomorrow. So now what I do is I hash the entire uh, block. So I calculate the hash of all the data which is present in that particular block and it is just one string value. So now I take that hash and I give it to the next block tomorrow. So the tomorrow's block contains all of the transactions happened tomorrow and plus it also has the hash of the previous block and then all of this data is again calculated together and the hash of this data is calculated then again passed on towards the next block. So similarly, we have all these blocks which are connected with each other by means of hashing them. So the hash of yesterday's block 
is contained in today's block and which will thus affect today's hash then the hash of today's block is also contained in tomorrow's block which will thus affect tomorrow's hashing performance okay so essentially this is how a blockchain works so anything which is happening on multiple platforms together but essentially is also connected to the next events is actually called a blockchain okay so until this point uh, we have uh, actually looked at what is meant by a blockchain so now let's look at what exactly is meant by a cryptocurrency okay so now a blockchain can consist of a lot of different aspects so not just monetary but even ownership of food products or ownership of uh, uh, digital goods or ownership of physical products all of this can be noted on a blockchain so this only architecture of defining something in a block and then connecting multiple of these blocks together by means of an hashing algorithm is called a blockchain so now whenever you use a blockchain to represent monetary transactions then this particular aspect is called a cryptocurrency where you have defined a particular currency so let's say the name of my currency is vvp coin and now i declare that i have 10 million of these coins and now i start the transactions so now someone buys this coin from me someone sells it to me then they start buying buying and selling amongst each other so all of these transactions are again noted on a blockchain on a distributed ledger and thus they are connected towards the next block by means of an hashing algorithm okay so whenever you develop a digital currency on top of a blockchain then it is called a cryptocurrency so now there are multiple types of cryptocurrencies many cryptocurrencies try and perform a plethora of different applications so ranging from physical compute to uh, computer storage to actually representation of a physical currency or to just being a simple digital currency which can act as a platform for other digital currencies so there are a lot of different applications of cryptocurrencies which will definitely be covered in a later episode of the simplitech podcast okay so now uh, any simplitech podcast episode also has an end section where we focus on how this particular technology can be used commercially and where exactly is someone trying to use it just for the namesake or just using it as a buzzword so essentially whenever you look at blockchain in any company's portfolio then you need to ask them a question or based on their product distribution model you can ask yourself some questions and the questionnaire is as follows does this company benefit from being decentralized do they actually need a decentralized ledger then there are also some aspects of a blockchain which is called immutability so now let's say you want to destroy a particular transaction on a network then essentially you cannot do that because it is present in the hash of some previous block and changing the hash of that block will result in a completely different hash and thus will result in a completely different block so essentially you cannot modify a blockchain once the transaction is done 
then also the user of a blockchain has complete freedom of speech so essentially whenever you want to write something on a blockchain then essentially no one is stopping you from doing that as it is a completely decentralized way of expressing or it is a completely decentralized way of documenting something then anyone can add some contribution to that network provided it is valid among the predefined set of rules so again some points to add on the questionnaire is does the data need to be immutable and do the users need freedom of speech or freedom of expression in this particular case okay so these are some uh, questions which you can ask to someone who is actually doing some research in blockchain or is actually developing blockchain as a core component of their product offering so essentially a uh, blockchain is a very good way of uh, solving problems which are which are defined and have constraints surrounding around distribute uh, distributed ledgers or establishing trust in an entire system but there are also some disadvantages to blockchain so the first disadvantage is again it can be a considered as an advantage in some cases but as a disadvantage in some cases so you have no control over what transactions are happening over the network so you cannot erase a transaction so similarly if there is a fraudulent transaction or someone is being scammed then essentially you cannot erase it and refund the money back to that particular person so this is something which can be thought of as a disadvantage of blockchain but on the other side it can also be thought of as an advantage where this is a system which cannot be tampered with then another disadvantage of blockchain is that the transactions happening are completely free and uh, there is no centralized authority which governs all these transactions so this is why you can see uh, cryptocurrencies being used in a lot of criminal activities and uh, non legal activities okay so another big disadvantage of blockchain according to me is its ability to uh, just replicate the same transaction on multiple nodes so let's say you are uh, let's consider the example of the village which we were looking at and now if someone wants to join this particular village so now he wants to also take part in this distributed ledger system so first of all he has to take a pen and paper and start writing all of the transactions right from the first one so essentially if you were to start uh, joining in this particular system then you would have to get an entire copy of the blockchain and thus verify if this blockchain is right so if the ledger is right and then finally once you have the same version which everyone else has that is when you can start taking part in this blockchain so essentially there is a lot of repetition which occurs whenever uh, you are using or whenever you are using assets from a blockchain so essentially if you were to set up a bitcoin wallet right now then you could download a client or a bitcoin client and then you, uh, at the start you would have to download this entire blockchain which consists of tens of gigabytes so all of this processing needs to be done first and then only can you take part in this particular blockchain because this transaction of 
taking all of the transactions, calculating the hash of the block, then generating a new block, all has to be done on your own. And thus you can establish trust in this particular system. So now the final disadvantage or a drawback associated with this particular architecture is actually the uh, involvement of uh, distributed computing. So whenever you want to run a particular computation task on a blockchain, then essentially it needs to be executed again on all of the nodes simultaneously. And then after executing it on all of the nodes, if the result matches, that is when that transaction or that uh, equation is considered to be valid. So if you were to make a very simple uh, mathematical formula or if you were to make a very simple calculation on the blockchain, then it would uh, be considered as a lot of hard work because a lot of computers together need to perform this uh, transaction and all of them are essentially performing the same task and arriving at the same result. Okay, so with this, I guess we have a good understanding of what is actually meant by uh, blockchain and what do you need to look at when someone mentions blockchain as a part of their product offering, then uh, what are the limitations of blockchain as of now? then there are a lot of different proposed solutions. So something like having a hybrid combination between centralized processing and a blockchain. So essentially, uh, if you were to again be in this particular village, then you could just start making transactions and only when there is a particular problem, then can you refer this particular blockchain and then solve that particular distribute. This concludes the third episode in the Simply Tech podcast series. Thank you so much for listening and looking forward to talk to you in the next one.